Section 48 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 48. Robert N. Hamilton. I enlisted in the service of the United States on the ninth day of July, 1862, at Huntsville, Scott County, Tennessee. I was a private in Company F of the 3rd Regiment of Tennessee Cavalry, and was captured at Athens, Alabama on the 24th of September, 1864, and confined in Cahaba Prison, Alabama, and released from there about the 12th of March, 1865. About two o'clock in the morning of April 27, 1865, the explosion of the Sultana occurred, and every deck was covered with sleeping soldiers. I was sleeping with Corporal H. C. Jones of my company on the boiler deck, about midway between the boilers and the stern of the boat. The noise awoke me. I thought that I would be crushed to death by the falling timbers, but I soon found that the boat was on fire. I began to make preparations for my escape. I first went toward the stern of the boat, but everywhere was confusion. Men and women were praying, and most of them not thinking of trying to save their lives. They were leaping off into the water on top of each other, hundreds drowning together. I saw that was not the place for me to make my escape, so I turned around and went back to about the center of the boat and got a thin board, about six inches wide and about ten feet long, and went out through the wheelhouse, climbed down on the wheel, and got off into the water without sinking. Soon after I got into the water, someone got hold of my board. I spoke to him to let go of it, as it was not sufficient for both of us, but I had to jerk it away from him. I then heard Buck Leonard exclaim, "'Is that you, Bob?' I told him it was. He said, "'Don't get excited and you'll get out.' I thought he was taking things rather cool, as he had on all of his clothes, even to his hat and boots. He got out alive, and I reckon is living today. I still held on to my board and swam for some time, but did not seem to be getting very far from the old wreck, which had, in a very short time, burned down to the boiler deck. I suppose I had been in the water something near one hour when I saw a steamboat going down the river. I started toward it, as I thought it would stop to pick us up, but it kept on going. I had got back nearer the burning wreck. Seeing several of the boys had got back on the bow of the boat, I swam to where one of the spars was lying with one end in the water and the other end on the bow of the wreck. I climbed it and got back on the bow, where I, together with about twenty others, was taken to land by two citizens on the Arkansas side of the river. After getting back on the old wreck, I met Thomas Pangle of my company, and saw the bodies of three men that were burned beyond recognition, and helped to pull a man up on the boat. He was one of the engineers. His nose was torn off, all except a small particle of skin, and he died before he was taken to land. It was now about sunrise. The hull sank soon after the last load was taken off. The two men that rescued us brought ashore the bodies of two dead women, mother and daughter, who were of a family of about eight persons, 
all of whom were drowned except a grown son who was frantic with grief at the sight of his dead mother and sister a boat soon came to our relief tom pangle and i found jarson m elliott of our company on the boat he was scalded all over and unable to help himself but was perfectly composed and bore his suffering with great fortitude he had his army badge which he requested me to give to his parents he died that night in Gayoso Hospital, Memphis, Tennessee. Next day I met my brother John and several more of our company. My brother Henry was lost with about twenty others of the company. About the twenty-ninth of April we were again started north and landed at Cairo, Illinois, where we took the cars for Mattoon, Illinois. On arriving at Mattoon, we were met by the citizens of the surrounding country with wagon-loads of provisions, the best that the country afforded. The vast multitude manifested their sympathy for us through speeches made by chosen orators. Never shall I forget seeing the tears shed by the stoutest hearts on that occasion. We then went to Camp Chase, Ohio, where we remained a short time. Eventually, all the paroled prisoners were ordered to their respective states to be mustered out of the service by general order number seventy seven i was discharged from the service of the united states on the tenth of june eighteen sixty five at nashville tennessee thus ended nearly three years of hard service which i gave my country and of which i feel proud today. all i regret is that i could not do more for my country I try to teach my children the importance of honoring our country and its glorious old flag. God bless it, may it wave over a free country as long as time may last. My present post office address, Van Alstyne, Grayson County, Texas. End of section 48